Not only are we going to New Hampshire, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. We're going to California and Texas and New York. We're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You are listening to America's Healthcare Challenge with Sean McGuire. Join the conversation at 402-342-1290 or at 800-577-1290. Once again, direct from the American heartland, here's your host, Sean McGuire. Hey, welcome back to America's Healthcare Challenge. Pretty thought-provoking conversation, I thought, with Dr. Jill Poole. Thanks again uh, for her time joining us here on America's Healthcare Challenge. Uh, they got a lot of great experts over there at UNMC. It's a great place, and I tell you what, that place is booming with growth lately. Uh, all, all of the things that are happening, it looks like uh, just got a press release that uh, their research team landed another $8.8 million NIH competitive uh, renewal grant. Uh, this, again, to uh, try and work to develop uh, through research and other things uh, long-acting medicines for HIV-AIDS. Uh, so uh, congratulations to them on um, the uh, latest grant that they got. You know, when we talk about uh, all of the different things on this program, as some of it's doom and gloom, we're trying to um, make you aware of all of the things that are coming, and we wanted to uh, at least like change it up. And we're, we've been working for the last uh, year to, to change the format of the program a little bit, make it a little bit more news-focused. I don't think people really necessarily want to hear all the time about um, how bad Obamacare really is. Um, it is uh, for some. Some people it might be a pretty good deal, but I think uh, within the next year or so, more and more people will really have a, uh, a full opinion on it, whether it was a good thing for them or a bad thing for them. But it just kind of gets boring to talk about it all of the time. So we wanted to uh, bring in guests uh, with different uh, expertise in healthcare. Uh, Alan Hager's joined the program many times as a, uh, a guest co-host and filled in for me when I'm traveling. He's got an expertise in health IT, which is a huge uh, area that's growing. That's a big part of the puzzle for um, you know not only healthcare costs, but how do we deliver healthcare in the future? How is healthcare going to be delivered? We've talked in length about how places like um, IBM haven't invented uh, supercomputers, and they're putting that uh, to work to uh, address healthcare concerns. Maybe you took a test to uh, get genetically uh, to, to test your genetics and see. Well, you know, based upon my genetics, I think I'm going to be of a higher risk of getting this type of disease. Well, this Watson supercomputer is going to be able to essentially advise a person, and they've partnered with CVS, so pretty soon you might be able to go into the CVS over here and work with Watson on ways to improve your health because it's a supercomputer. Probably has more, obviously, intellectual capacity than any human. Uh, it did win Jeopardy several times, and that's something that, that's changing. I mean, there's all of these things that are that are happening uh, in healthcare. Um, that are focusing on prevention um, are important. We're seeing technologies come into uh, employers for, um, let's see, like a telemedicine type of thing. Maybe it's more cost-effective to pay $30 a month. I don't think it's even that much 
per employee. I think it's even a lot less for all of your employees to have access to uh, call a doctor at two in the morning when they're not feeling well. And you can just look at them on your phone or Skype with them and they can write you a prescription right there. And you can just go down to Walgreens and, and go ahead and get your prescription and go back to bed and not have to wait for the possibility of maybe getting an appointment with the doctor who is already overwhelmed with all of like the administrative things that they have getting in there the next day. Sometimes uh, I think we've all had it, especially for certain things like a common cold, sinus infection and other things. So technology is an important part of the puzzle in all of this. The other part of the puzzle is improving everyone's overall health. That's why we wanted to start changing the format of this program to bring it more educational, help you understand some of the components that might make you not feel well. And I think allergies is certainly one of those things. Maybe you are allergic to something and that might cause you not to feel well. I've had that scenario with certain foods. Certain foods just don't, I, I just, it's just, it ain't a good thing. I'd rather gamble at, at the casino than gamble uh, on eating those foods. But you know, that, that, that is an important part of the puzzle. We also have to t- take a concern about um, improving our health through wellness programs. More and more employers are spending time and money on these wellness programs, and they're actually charging people that don't participate more, and they're actually able to do that. And so one of the ways for us to solve America's health care challenge is going to be to continue for us to make that change, but we can't do it on our, we can't have our boss tell us to do it. If you want to improve the, your wellness and your your health, it's going to have to be something that's going to come from you. I just think that's human nature. But at the same time, we do have to have a conversation about how do we improve all of our um, wellness. And I think food, again, goes into it. Not to bring up ConAgra, which was a sad thing, but the fact of the matter is they're in the business of providing food that sucks. It's not good for you. It's processed foods. And um, I think more and more Americans don't want processed foods. I think more and more Americans want uh, healthy and organic. And so maybe they need to uh, start looking in, in those things. And I think finally, um, the way, the, the fourth piece, if you will, of how we uh, can solve America's health care challenges, you know, we have to A, understand the problem, B, understand our own health, C, understand a way for us to make a change to improve our own health. But then number four is we have to have uh, leaders in this country or elected officials that either A, get the heck out of the way, or, or B, uh, help us um, to realize those goals. And I don't really know what's going to happen. The program that we have in place right now, that is the Affordable Care Act, does really nothing, in my opinion, to address wellness. It does some things to address wellness, but as far as health and health care, it's not health care reform, it's health insurance reform, and it's health delivery reform. That's what it is. It's not actually health care. And I think until we have an actual conversation and realize for our own selves that it's important to um, improve our own health, that's when we can get the communities involved. And, and really uh, being able to do those things, I think, is what it takes to really lower the cost. But this is a generational thing. This isn't going to happen overnight. But I think as we see more and more things change, uh, that is going to happen. So those are my thoughts here on America's Healthcare Challenge, how we fix it, at least uh, for this quarter. Check out um, 
our Facebook page.com slash America's Healthcare Challenge again for all of our things. And when we come back, I'm going to sound the final warning for employers. I've talked about this uh, many times, but the compliance train is coming. I've got even more information. The final forms were released this week, and I talked to some people in the industry that filled me in on something that uh, actually makes the situation worse for businesses. So you're not going to want to miss this, and I'll talk about it when I come back.